Listen up, parents, you need a break. And you also need to know about Calm Deep Blue, the fastest growing emerging wellness brand online. Because folks behind Calm Deep Blue understand that in order to be better, you need to feel better. That's why Calm Deep Blue's organic CBD sprays and droppers are the perfect thing to give you peace of mind. If you've ever tried CBD, you know that it can taste very strong and bitter. But the folks, the good folks at Calm Deep Blue have solved that problem with flavors like lemon mint and cool mint. They also have a natural flavor. So if you're into strong and bitter or if you're into weak and bitter like Mike, they've got you covered. How, you might ask? Good bloody question. It's called nano emulsification. Fancy word. Here's what it does. They make cannabinoid oil water soluble and then blend it with unique organic flavor profiles. Because it's water-based, it's five times as effective as regular CBD oils, meaning you feel it more faster. So to recap, tastes better, works faster, is more effective, so you can get to your calm faster. They also have a vitamin D3 spray to boost your immune system and defend against viruses. That could come in handy. Tight. The sprays are super convenient and discreet. Slip them in your pocket, carry them wherever you go. Check them out at calmdeepblue.com. Enter promo code BURIED40 for 40, yes, 40% off. That's some serious scratch. Put the savings into crypto. So when your kid asks you what you're doing, you can say, I'm buying CBD online and using the savings to buy crypto. Is that okay with you? Do you know what crypto is? Because I don't, and then hopefully <laughs> your kid can tell you. Shipping to the continental U.S. only. Sorry, Turkmenistan. That's calmdeepblue.com. Calm Deep Blue. Find your calm. Hello and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. As always, my name is Mike, aka Dad and Buried, and tonight I'm here again with my co-host Pete. Hi everybody, I'm Pete, and I write checks my body can cash. So <laughs> it's your yeah. ego is writing checks. So is no, checks no, 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 no. I I checks? literally write checks <laughs> that my body can cash. So well, I don't know. Is that impressive? Where do you put the check? You know what? It's a whole system that I have going on. It's largely focused around my liver and kidneys and other vital wow. organs. Yeah. There's maybe Wuhan might be involved. It might not be. We don't know. That's we don't not know. Until all the facts are in. <laughs> until they're um, all in. Yes. No, I'm just joking. I, in fact, write oh, checks that my body can't cash all the time. I watched uh, Top Gun recently, which is where the, the line that that. Uh, yeah. The movie that line is from. I watched it with my wife the other night. She loves to watch 80s movies. She wants to watch something fun. It's usually in the 80s um, and involves high school kids. Often yeah. it's just about high school kids, not necessarily the 80s. For some reason, that's her wheelhouse for like yeah. to have a good time. So we watched Top Gun, um, mm -hmm. one of the quintessential 80s movies. Enjoyed that line. Um, very entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of subtext that we don't need to get into on this uh, on this episode. We'll do that. We'll talk about it offline, okay? Just watch okay. the movie Sleep With Me. Watch the movie Sleep With Me. Little known movie. Quentin Tarantino shows up as an actor in the movie, and for about two and a half minutes, he gives a little monologue about what Top Gun is really about. Very entertaining. You can watch that on YouTube. Anyway, um, we're not going to be talking about that in tonight's episode. That's We're going to do a spinoff. I should do a spinoff podcast about, like, just yeah. movies and TV. For it, it, would be, it would be you talking without taking a breath for <laughs> 40 minutes. <laughs> somebody, somebody throw out the name of an actor or a movie, and I'm just off. For like yeah. This. Yeah, and it's it's a little bit like um, what's great is you're really giving them the Mike Julianell experience, like just sitting there, like when you're at your place, when we're hanging out, and we just someone just says something, and then 40 minutes later you kind of wake up and you're still <laughs> like, why you're still, still talking here? about Enemy Mind, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> what happened to me? 
I don't think I can fill 40 minutes uh, talking about Enemy Mine, but certainly about Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. and then doing a bunch of the Enemy Mine. Yeah, program. yeah, no, 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 trust me. That's definitely- You're going to take whoever is sitting down on a wild ride. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, with, I, and then I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm really thinking about putting this together. I have no visual aids. I can't show anybody a clip or anything. No. It's just all my interpretation of whatever I'm talking yeah. And then and then it's it sort of just devolves into you just reciting different characters' lines, maybe yeah. maybe in context, maybe out of context, just just saying phrases from the movie. You're literally describing um, my marriage. Like, straight up. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking like Mom and Barry must have been really like, oh sweet, we're watching Top Gun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I did. She chose the movie, but she did not necessarily choose. Yeah. The she Mike chose the movie. Which one do you want to watch? Well, I just, these are my choices. Yeah, Top Gun or Real Genius. Well, Real Genius would have been a better movie. But. You know what? I've tried to get her to watch Real Genius. She's not as into it. Really? Yeah. Real Genius has to be one of the best 80s movies of all time. Um, I really don't like... Victor um, Laszlo? No, I, I, he's fine. Um, I don't like the main character, the kid. Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah. I love Val Kilmer, but the kid... He is a lot of movies mildly problem, irritating. Right? What was so, what was the deal with that guy? He just kind of disappeared. Disappeared. I actually read something about him somewhat recently. But a lot of, of like teen movies sort of have this problem where like even like um so Fast Times at Ridgemont High has like Ratner who's kind of not that cool a dude. Not that you need the guy to be cool, but like Judge Reinhold is one of the main fast yeah. guys Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You're like, come on, nobody likes Judge Reinhold. Oh well, he was like, in secondary characters. It's like yeah. the secondary characters who end up being like the better characters. Even in like Caddyshack, Noonan. Like who cares about Noonan? You want Rodney Dangerfield on screen. Right. Chevy right. Chase, right? Um, anyway, how do we start talking about this? We were talking about Enemy Mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and then we got it. We got into the the Mike Julianelle experience. Exactly. And we just You're went welcome. Down that rabbit so tonight we're gonna do the Dad and Buried experience. Um, yes. 104th episode of the podcast. We're talking about the COVID hangover um and we don't want to get ahead of ourselves but here in the u.s it certainly seems like things are looking up the lowest uh the lowest numbers are coming in in terms of infections and rate of infection a lot of people are getting vaccinated uh, if you haven't yet and you can i would i would highly recommend that um and it looks like if not this summer um by fall um you know we're going to be seems like we're, well, the trajectory is going up so the summer is going to it's going to be hot girl summer as they're saying right mm. you know the trajectory is going up and the sun is going to be out, is what you're saying. Exactly. Nobody really knows what that makes. Guns out. Um, oh, okay. We wanted to talk tonight a little bit about, you know, it's been what? like. It's been one year. It's been more, it's been more no, than it's that. More than a year. Yeah, it's been more so than like a year. 15 months, something like that. So it's like March to June, right? So let's call it that. That's about 15 months. Yeah. Um, and we, we, you know, we sort of had to change our lives for a large chunk of it. And now, Do you think so? I think so. I <laughs> That's did. so like, weird. I chose to wear a mask. Because what's weird is I was always into washing apples with soap. <laughs> As you know, I was a huge fan of coming home though. and washing apples with soapy water and then with gloves on, being like, I feel like this is a pretty good idea, right? <laughs> Look, man, there are. That's the thing. COVID happened, and there's a, there's a contingent of people who are like, yep, yeah, I've been waiting on this. I've been washing all my groceries yeah. every time I bring them in. Like, yeah. delivery man comes, I'm soaping that stuff up, wiping down before I eat anything, like all that stuff. There are so there is a small contingent of people who are like, told you. I, I you, did doing. you, we, we 100%, uh, or I personally, every single grocery was 
was wiped. Wiped. Clor- yeah. Clorox bought, you know, Clorox wiped. Same with us. I mean, what the hell? Rice Krispie boxes were not meant to be Clorox wiped. Okay, it's just not a cool. It's it's not cool for anybody. It's not cool for the person doing it. It's not cool for Snap, Crackle, and Pop. It was, was like, a good time. It was yeah, not a good time. Not a good time. Um, and that's the kind of thing that makes you wonder why Bill Gates did this to us in the first place. Like, what was your end game? Well, to distract us from his torrid affairs that he's been <laughs> yeah, having. Obviously. So look, we've had 15, 15 months of this. Um, it was a, it was a, just a game changer on every possible level. And now it seems that we're going to be emerging from it. But not all of the things that we used that we that we adapted to are gonna we're gonna we're not gonna be able to shed all of those things so easily. And that comes to both your mindset and your daily activities and your outlook and just the stuff that you do. We're not going to be washing our groceries anymore, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, but there are some things that, that are going to be tougher to shake off, and we're calling that the COVID hangover. I think, right. did you coin that term yourself? Yeah, I did. I certainly did. Nobody else did. Nobody. Nobody on the internet. Not a single person on uh, what we call social media web. Yeah, uh, you don't know anything about that. Yeah, well, I, 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 I monitor I'm oh, the, you lurk. You're a lurk. Yeah, I'm, I'm on wow. the dark web. I'm so on the dark web. So that's unbelievable. So it's, it's hardcore hypocrisy where you're like, this is dangerous. I'm not going to be involved in it, but I am going to enjoy it. You're just not going to participate. Well, what's hypocrisy about that? Well, you're pretending it's dangerous, but you're partaking in it. Maybe it's uh, just no, no, I, I, I like I don't partake in it. I don't I don't choose to give my opinions on anything. Yes, just, but you will yeah. go to Twitter and read like the news. Uh, no, I'll go on Reddit and read people tweeting about things that then end up somehow on the news, but it's also very bizarre. I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Are you Q? <laughs> no, I'm M. Oh, that's from, from Bond. James Bond, yeah. Yeah, that's correct. That's so right. you're his boss, cool. That's right, that's exactly right. Yeah, so we'll, we'll um, yeah, you know, it's, as as you said, as it gets lifted, we're starting to come out and it's, you know, you're walking outside and we're going to get into it. Like, what is happening? Yeah, you know, like how to on? interact with people. I've forgotten how to do that. Have forgotten how to like have fun. Um, as you know, it's been a long road where it's it hard does. for me to have any kind of fun. Um, especially well, you have three kids. So yeah, well, fun there we go. A long time ago. You got that right out. Yeah. Got me right out of that. So yeah, we'll get right into that and, uh, much, much more, much, much more, more. much We've more enemy We've already covered enemy mine, I was going to say. Probably won't get back. You never know, though. You yeah. never know. All right. We'll get back into it right after Not more meat on that enemy mine bone. All right. Dadenberry podcast. We're talking about the COVID hangover. I want to remind everybody really quick, you can uh, subscribe and like us on iTunes, on Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcast. You can check us out on YouTube, leave individual yeah. comments there. Um, where else can you, can you do anything else? Nope, that's it. Then the end of, that's the end of the internet for you. If you so. try to do, if you try to do other things, you're, you're going to get, yeah, you're going to get served is what's going to happen. So um, don't. Follow me on social media. You can follow Pete um, on like the 4chan boards. <laughs> yeah. <I> think. <laughs> That's right. I'll um, be there. And then you can, you can, you know, you can hear us every week. And sometimes it'll be my wife, mom, and Barry. And sometimes it'll be my other wife, uh, Pete. Yeah. And, you know, we're having a good time. We're just chopping it up. There Tonight you go. we're going to talk about the COVID hangover. Um, and it's funny because 
I asked the question on Instagram and I sort of, sometimes with these bigger topics, it's like hard to boil it down into like a quick pithy question that people can respond to. So I asked about what kind of habits or what kind of things have they gotten used to, um, like parenting things in COVID that they're going to want to change and get rid of um, and kind of work their way out of. Because nobody's going, there are people going zero to 60, but I think most of us were on the on-ramp. Yeah. It's going to be a little while. So my wife, she's vaccinated, um, but she's also on immune suppressing drugs, which limits the efficacy of the vaccine. So okay. we were never going to be just be like, we're all vaccinated, no more masks, we're going crazy, despite what, you know, you know, New York says. So we're still going to be cautious. We're still going to try to spend what we went on a date the other night. We ate outdoors. We did all that kind of thing. Um, so we're getting back into the world, but baby steps. Right. right. Um, and I think for a lot of us, it will be a little bit jarring. Like come January or September, New York just announced no more remote schooling option. Yeah. Everybody's back full on. Um, it's going to take some adjusting for our kids. It's going to take some adjusting for us. Well, let's let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, my well, the reason it came to me was um, it's just simply, you know, my kids walked outside and immediately like they had there's this reaction, my mask and immediately putting their sweater over their okay. face like and I'm like, you, dude, it's OK. Like, you know, like, let you, let's get your mask because they need it for school. But at the same time, we, we kind of it's been this grace period now, right? Like it's been about a month where yeah. we've started to be like, oh, you know what? Actually, it's all it's all working as expected mm -hmm. and we don't have to necessarily, you know, it, I think part of it is, you know, I'm a big look. If we look at the data, you got to be really cautious when it's going up and, and you got to do all the right things. But when it's completely down, like it was last summer, even, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Where you know it would, yeah. I mean, just the level of paranoia around it was like, okay, I get that level, but but let's be let's be clear about what we're talking about. Like oh, in New York State, yeah, it was New York State. It was I think at one point it was like four or five hundred cases, right? Yeah. And now I think we 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 now have more information as to why that was the case because it's warm out, sun, I guess, has they a were some effect. Good. A lot of times they were pretty good about being like, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. There's going to be a spike two weeks after Thanksgiving and like no kind of guessing at that stuff in advance yeah. last summer when it was still so new, maybe not quite as much. Right. Um, but I think that paranoia you're talking about with like your kids, I think that's going to take it's we're not going to necessarily know like the trauma of like the 16 months and what it did to anybody, let especially our kids for a little while. Like they're going to grow up when they're like 30. Yeah, you know, they're going to like look back and be like, we had a pandemic like yeah. a year and a half, which is like a singular event of, of a, you know, of a century. And right. we're not going to necessarily know how to, but like you, you can't you, like I hate it when I see my kids like get nervous when they're outside. Like, oh, I need a mask for that person. Yeah. That. Well, that's it. Right. Like, that's the thing is this. It's you're like, oh, shit. Like, no, you gotta you got to kind of push through. It's like it's OK. You're, you're now explaining to them. Yes, it was really serious and you had to yes. be really careful for 16 months, but now it's actually time to start yeah. to push through and 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 walk, you can walk down the street, have the mask down, um, but then when you go to school, it's definitely mask yeah. up. And even even still, I mean, <clears throat> you know, the kids are, uh, we play soccer, or my kids, uh, I, I coach the two kids' uh, soccer's games, 
And, you know, the rule when it, when the season started, of course, which made a ton of sense, was, okay, kids have to play with their masks on, like no all sorts of rules. Yeah, no kissing. You can still expose yourself, of course. But, <laughs> like, there was just a lot of these rules. And um, and now, you know, even, even from the beginning, which I think was in uh, March, uh, yeah, sort of late yeah. March, April, to now, it's really changed, right? Like, it's just the numbers are totally have totally fallen off. Everyone is basically – or. I say everyone, but almost everybody that uh, are, are in the league are, are, are vaccinated. Most of the people we yeah. know are vaccinated, um, which is a good thing because it means that you can you can actually talk Back without in. your mask down and stuff like that. So um, the kids still play with their masks on, you know, because yeah. they're just That's gonna be hard. Know, just just to like, yeah, it's starting to get hot out. It's going to get really oh, a lot God. hotter. I was a mask the other day. Yeah. Uh, we're actually in your neck of the woods in Williamsburg. We went to Domino Park. Um, oh, yeah. And it was one of the hottest days of the year so far. And like, you know, you're taking it down when you can and stuff, but it was pretty crowded. So we're being cautious. But like that, when it's hot out, that mask really gets annoying. Yeah, it does. And it's and it's okay to be like, I mean, look, even if you are someone who, you know, followed the rules and did everything, like you understood that the mask was a way to prevent a two-way spread. Simple yeah. as that. And it was the it was literally the least you could effort. Do. It was the least you could do. Now that that's over, now that you've been vaccinated or whatnot, um, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time to start living. It's time to start living. Go nuts! I'm going yeah. down to Daytona Beach. No mask. Yeah. No nothing. So, so that was you. <laughs> it's a tradition. It's a yeah, tradition. Um. So what's funny? So we're talking about our kids and how it's mentally going to affect them. And I think in a lot of ways. So I have a ten-year-old and a five-year-old, and my five-year-old is is a long way from you know, being even able to grasp and articulate any of I mean, he, yeah. he started no. when he had barely turned four, like he, it's yeah. normal to him, right? No, no, honestly, it's one of the things I absolutely hate about your four-year-old is his inability to grasp <laughs> large pandemics. Yeah, I know. It's like, dude, it's very get your shit together, dude. He's, like you're at a dinner party and you're like, bro, I'm yeah. to converse here. Uh, we're talking place. about the COVID-19, okay, dude? Okay, Hammer? Uh, so like it, for him, it's been a very large part of like half of his life almost, right? Yeah. And then for my ten year old, um, he's just more aware of it. Like he's like he lost the last year and a half of his school before mm -hmm. he goes to middle school, all of this stuff, and he's aware of it and you know can talk about it. But we're still not necessarily gonna know the extent of like what the stress kind of did to kids. And I wrote a thing the other day um, on my Instagram just about how for the past few weeks or month or so, like I've just been like a really shitty parent. Like I'm at the end of my rope. Yeah. I'm, losing, I'm on edge all the time, which is usually I'm on edge just some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah exactly. All the time. I'm just like constantly irritated and just annoyed at stuff and like to an abnormal level. And I think part of it is just after a year and a half yeah. of this thing, like, especially when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, that's it. It all adds up. It, no, it's. I think. Uh, look, I. It. It all depends on what your situation has happened. I think. I think there's been a lot of really serious situations, you know, just over the past year, uh, 16 months, excuse me, like, you know, just having people be locked up, be be together for that long. Um, it's no, really. Actually. It's. It's really. I mean, it really is hard. And then all that stuff is coming out. Your relationship with your wife is strained. Like everything is just to the max. And then, of course, the kids are picking. It's less about, I mean, uh, I don't know necessarily. I'm not as worried about 
I think this might be one of those like kind of blip on the radar type Maybe. thing in terms of like the masks. I think more it's just going to be, you know, the 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 the, the arguments and the stress and the yeah. yelling and the fighting and like the come on and like everyone, you know, that I so, like so there are some things that were learned. I'll just put it this way without going into too much. I feel like there are certain things that were learned over the last 16 months that would not have been learned otherwise, like certain <laughs> ways of expressing oneself. Um, that were probably, you know, was was a result of just being kind of cooped up, and I don't think that that's a good, you know. So that's more what I'm, so I'm hoping can like be unlearned. The next year, I think, is going to be huge for that, right? In in terms of, yeah. you know, making sure this was kind of a blip and kind of easing out of it and just being like, okay, I'm like back to where I want to be. The level of interaction I have with my family is back to a more manageable level. Right. Like as an example, um. You know, my wife and I used to have, like, you know, we would watch a movie, like, once or twice a week. And my kids would have, like, movie night once or twice a week, like a family thing, um, during which we would all be yelling and, like, not being able to agree on a movie. And my wife and I would be browsing forever. Now that happens, like, four or five times a week. Yeah. Just by, or not, not so much now, but, like, at the height of the pandemic, like, you were doing that stuff a lot more often because you had no alternatives. It was right. cold. You weren't going outside. So, like. All of a sudden, the, the silly argument you had like once a week over choosing a movie becomes like three times a week. Yeah, well, that's it, right? All of that stuff just gets exponentially multiplied yeah. just because we're around each other 24-7, 365. I was going to try to do like 15 months and add all the days, but I can't do that. No, don't. don't or 55. Yeah, no, I... Uh... And look, at the same time, while while there was a lot of obviously negative stuff, um, there was some good stuff, right? Like that came out of it. I think we had. I think the fact. Tiger King. What's that? Tiger King was one. Tiger King. Yeah. God, <laughs> thank you. You know what? We we needed to give a little bit more sort of re- deference to that wonderful. Uh, that no. that thing really came along at a time where we needed. Well, they're we needed making to, fictional versions now. We needed to. We needed to look. At humanity and be like, what is going on in the world? And be like, wow, this guy really exists. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Well, now the pandemic doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, the, yeah. Look, I think one thing that was really interesting. Actually, I've noticed this as well. The, so one of the COVID hangovers uh, is uh, the FOMO is starting to come back. Oh yeah. Right. So now people are starting to go out and they're starting to meet. And so all of a sudden, to your point earlier about like, yeah, lurking on someone else or I was looking on um, my wife was posting. So I was seeing what she was posting. And, you know, people were commenting like, oh, my gosh, yeah, we're going here. We're going there. Like everyone's starting to post their photos of like different places that they're going to and whatnot. And that, you know, that just like with a bullet ended on the yeah, on March yeah. of last year. And so everyone was sort of, you didn't have to think about it. And what a, what a huge weight that was yeah, yeah, off yeah. of your mind. Um, everyone was in the, the same part. boat. Everyone, everyone was, was in the same boat. You didn't have to think about it. You could kind of just get on with what you were doing. And that That's was a really interesting, it was nice because it, it, for at least a few months there, I would say in many ways, I would say that uh, 2020 was a lot easier than 2021, at least for, for sure. us. Because, you know, 2020, you didn't you had this like kind of weird, magical period of March to May and then May is starting to get nice. So you can go outside. You can kind of escape it a little bit. Right. Or a lot. Summer happens. Numbers are down. People are feeling OK. Come back to school year is a little wonky. It's a little weird, but you've been doing it a little bit. 
But then 2021 was just like it was just kind of brutal because going into that winter was really hard, and then that's when things really started to. At least that's a, that. They, well, once, they you really start, once you start waiting for the end, it can't come quick enough. So you get agitated that it's not here yet. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you, I mean, you were just saying the bump. Like you had the post-holiday. You know, everyone was desperate to hang out. Like I want to go on Thanksgiving. Now nah, we're not going to do it. We're going to cancel it. Ah, oh, shit. And then it's like all those other dickheads who did go, who yeah. got COVID, and then the numbers are like through the roof. And then all of a sudden, it, like it made the early part of the year seem like a joke. Yeah, because everyone had COVID and everyone's like, and that was bad. Yeah, and then you had from there all the way through to you know a couple months ago or a month ago, and you're just like it was exhausting. Like that was really hard. Yeah, it was hard. I thought, and uh, I'm just glad it's over. And uh, hopefully we can the sooner we can get back to. Well, now we can get back to like drinking. feeling left out, like when our friends. Go yeah, camping. exactly. Like when our friends go camping for the weekend with their kids. Ah. And Right. That's a good point. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's I I specifically posted that so that you would uh, start to feel the FOMO for this. We did an entire episode on camping with kids and my stance uh, at the beginning and the end was uh, no, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mine was very much. Yes, please. So did you catch uh, any fish? It wasn't that kind of camping. This was hardcore car camping, you know, just fire, food. You sleep in the right. cars? No, but the car, you know, the, it's like very, you, you, right. you're not far from the car. Well, like if I went camping with you in like September, I'd be able to like change my fantasy football lineup if I needed to. Uh, no. no, because you would be, you would not, no, it would, it would not. Different. Yeah, that would, you'd be ostracized from the camp. It, would, it, <laughs> yeah. would, it simply well, wouldn't be. This is um, why I wasn't invited in the first place, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, so we're talking about the COVID hangover, and the way that I phrased it and framed it for the Instagram thing was like, what are some habits or um, things you've gotten used to that you're gonna have a little trouble shedding? Um, and 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 just right off the bat, I want to start with Big Perm 81 because he showed up. He was like, I'm just gonna flex on you people, and he was like, I believe it was a he. He said, we busted our ass throughout lockdown. We don't have any habits to break. <laughs> So this guy's like lockdown. He's like yeah. He's like breeze. No big deal. Time. Yeah. He said he said I'm but but I'm exhausted trying to balance post lockdown, which I can see right. I don't know what that means, but like trying to like get well back yeah because he's world. used to yeah because you're now uh, maybe right. as a dad you're you're yeah. home a lot more and your your day like ends at three o'clock in the afternoon or whatever and it used to end at six or something, mm-hmm. and or you're kind of just moving your work around. And yada yada, and you're just at school pickup like all and the like time. And like I said, like so, like my kid has little league practice, and I've got to like I, I'm I'm working, and then I got to like find a way to bring my kid to little league practice, which I didn't used to have, right? And then there's this, and there's this, and there's this, and all right. of these, all of the social stuff you were talking about that you couldn't have FOMO for because no one was doing it. That stuff is starting to come back, and now once again, it's like, can women really have it all? Right? No. Like, and the answer is, is no. I they think cannot. that's what we've learned is yeah. is you know what. It's not worth it to have it all, so stop trying. Big not Perm like you, not like you, Mike. Big Perm eighty one seems to have got this yeah. all unlocked, right? Why do you think it's a guy? I don't know, well, because Big Perm's a guy in the movie Friday, which is where the person got their name. That's why I assume it's a guy. But I assume women have perms usually more than guys. But you know what? No shame in your Man, perm. You, game. you, you, you that, that's a character from the movie Friday, and you just pick that out. 
It's yeah. big perm, man. If you've okay, seen the movie I know. Friday, I have. All right, but I don't. Where this person got it. All so. right, all right, fair enough. Cool. I mean, there's also, oh, sorry, there's also a big perm character in Enemy Mine, but he's quite, <laughs> <different>. <laughs> very, he's quite very different. small, small character. <laughs> so, so one of the things big perm and the rest of us are going to have to get used to is uh, our lives having a little more structure again. So I don't know about you, but in September, uh, my offices are opening again, and we're. Like, you can go back in once in a while now if you want and you're comfortable, but come September, it's going to be, you know, you have to come back in at least a few days a week. It'll be a little bit more lax in terms yeah. of flexibility, um, but also schools are opening up again. So it's not going to be any more, you know, me, like, not showering, bringing my kid wherever he's got to go and coming back home and, like, getting on the computer in my PJs. Now I'm going to have to, like, go on the subway again. Yeah, yeah. My in your PJs. structured. In yeah, my PJs. So there's words. a lot more yeah. structure um, coming back at us, which we didn't have for a while. And if you didn't have it, you eventually you needed to to formulate some kind of it. Like the first couple of months, maybe not. It was very loosey-goosey. Right. But by like the beginning of last school year, it's kind of like, you know, we've been doing this for a while. No more excuses for, yeah. you know, workers or for kids. Like you should have your shit together enough to. Well, that's yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the that, that's another one, right? The the Zoom call where the kid comes in. That was really yeah. cute in like March through exactly. May. That stopped getting cute real fast. Like come September time, it was like, dude, come on. So Geek Dad versus the World says his biggest adjustment is going to be adding structure back to his kids' day to day. So if you don't have kids who have been back in school with a hybrid, or you know, here in New York they opened up again. Um, in like January or something, my five-year-old hasn't gone back to his preschool and his day is pretty loosey-goosey, the online preschool. So he's going to school in September, right? And mm-hmm. this, like, we got to bring him to school, whether there's a bus or not, we don't know yet. And not only do we have to get used to like getting up and getting dressed, like these kids got to get used to like, you're not getting up and like watching TV for two hours. Every day is not a weekend. Although right. now we have three months of summer where there's probably- <laughs> Oh my God, I know, I know. God. Right uh, on top of the pandemic, like we it was so fun. I just said that it was so funny. I was uh, talking to, um, I was I was at soccer. I was talking to uh, a friend, and uh, yeah, she was like, "Look, uh, she's like, I can't hardly wait." Like we were just talking about the school and how everyone's over it, and yeah. you know, uh, I I we had the double whammy where we had a kid going into middle school and then a kid going into high school, and so in New York, you have to like test and like do all this. It's like college applications. It's much more complicated um, in the New York City public school system. Uh, anyway, that both happened, and we were just kind of like, we're over it. And I literally, she's like, I can't wait for summer. And I and I like grabbed her like Billy Madison side, and I <laughs> yeah. said, Don't you say that? Don't you ever say that? She's what? What's going on? I'm like, they're, they're just going to be home the whole time with no structure. And yeah. she was like, Oh my God, you're totally right. Like, holy shit. And I'm like, Yeah, dude. Like, it sucks. Like. Just even if they were coming out of it, they're going to backslide now because of those the next three months. Just the good time guys for three months. Well, yeah, I told I, I told my uh, older oldest daughter, I told her about senioritis because mm-hmm. she got it. She got into high school. She got into the, the school she wanted to get into, which was awesome. And we're super nice. psyched. But um, and, and she's like, yeah, dad, we have like there's like four more math tests. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so great. I'm like, yeah, well, just don't worry about it. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. I know, but I'm like, it's senioritis. She's like, what's senioritis? I'm like, I had to explain Oops. it to her. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. So M. Gleason 2010 says that bedtime needs to be more strict again because they've gotten pretty lax about it. Yeah. So this was the kind of thing I had more of a problem with this earlier in the pandemic, not only because, you know, we had less to do and less places to go, but also because, like, 
if your kids are anxious, right, you're probably a little bit more likely to be like, oh, you know, you can stay up a little later or like stay in mommy's bed and we'll bring you down when it's time for bed and just the rules went a little bit out the window. We're going to have to get back to that. Um, Deanna B. Kane underscore booking says every second of every weekend because we're going to need to learn how to schedule unscheduled. So she's saying book. I'm sorry. Booking wasn't part of her name. Deanna B. Kane. So she was saying she's got to readjust to booking every second of every weekend. All the social stuff is back. All the activities are back. And it seems like she's gotten used to having more downtime. She says we're going to need to learn how to schedule some of that downtime, some of that unscheduled time. Because I think a lot of people are learning this, that you didn't necessarily have to be quite as go, 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 go. Well, this is what I mean, right? This is what I mean about like the FOMO thing, right? Like the the fact that you're like, I mean, FOMO, I mean, in sort of a wide range, like not just oh, I wish I was at that place with that, you know, doing something fun yeah, like that. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that, that's never going to happen, Mike. So, um, what I'm talking about more is, uh, like just the activity, like, oh, my kid has to be like, yeah. oh, should I sign my kid up for baseball? Oh, should I sign my kid up for basketball and baseball? Yeah. Cause you know, I need to try it all out. And you're like, oh shit. Like it just becomes overwhelming. And then of course you're, you know, as, as again, we're, we're as parents, we are worn out, oh my like God. straight up worn out. Like this is like, there's no other way to describe it. Like, I mean, I can't, I, it's just, it, words do not describe how exhausted, exhausting it has been for 16 months. The stress, the school, the, all the, 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 the fucking, the everything, all the whole part of it. And then That's now kind of coming back. Post. Yeah. It's just, there's it's just, just so fun. much. Like I was like, why well, was like, why, why am I, why have I been like this lately? And then I listed like eight things and I'm like, oh yeah, it's all of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's everyone being in the same house all the time. I mean, like literally my son curls up next to me and I'm like, dude, just please, I don't touch me. Like, I just don't want someone touching my skin right now. Like I just, please. My 10 year old. Get- has been lately has been begging his five-year-old he's like just give me some space because he the five-year-old worships him yeah, yeah just yeah. follow him around and like sit right next to him my 10-year-old is like <laughs> i'm like yeah. now you know what it's like <laughs> <laughs> so by far the biggest response i got to this is what is going to be the hardest adjustment question was uh easing back on the screen time um so di parnell jenna lund healthy chelsea healthy chelsea get it um, 321 Jillian, they were all like, we gave the kids too much screen time. We got to find a way to peel back. Um, 321 Jillian says that she's going to be turning off the Wi-Fi from one to four during the summer and forcing yeah. her kids into the pool, having some kind of limits like that. Yeah. Um, Ermin 85 says let, uh, more time outside, which that's the good thing about summer. Um, although it was too hot the other day. It was Again, this is what you forget is you're like, oh, I can't wait for summer. And then, of course, it's like 95 and sunny. And you're like, how much sunscreen did you put on? You can't be out there for six hours running around like you're just like, what the hell? Like, you're like, come on in now. You know, you've they've they've been out running around for an hour and a half and it's blazing sun. You're like, okay, you got to come in now. It's sunstroke. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jillian P. Pat says that they need to do a TV detox, um, which I can understand. Like I said, like. More family movie nights happened. Um, it used to be like once a week, and it it, has, it just shot up because there's nothing else to do. Like, we but family movie anymore. nights, I, I look, I, I I would put that in the bucket of there's nothing wrong with that, right? No, I, I would say that that's fine. Different. It just became a lot, and the kids start to expect. Yeah, but that's but, that. but that that's I feel like the difference 
I mean, I'm thinking is like every single kid on a separate screen, one kid's like watching, oh, yeah. like, and the kids are double screening, you know, and just like you, you look around, you like, f- you, you have three kids all on the screens while yeah. the TV's on. Yeah. And, you're, and, and then you just are party. like, yeah. And all you do is you can think like, I don't give a shit. That's well, it. I don't give a shit. Hold that thought. All right. Two things here. So Abby Moretzky says they're going to have a lot of that screen time but it's going to be hard to walk it back. And that's what I, my point was like the expectation has become, Oh, but what about this? We used to watch this. Like, no, like it's like when the school year starts after summer, except even bigger. Now it's got to be like, we need to get back. We need to lower the baseline in terms of, yeah. you know, what our weeks are like and how much TV you're getting and all this kind of stuff. Um, so I definitely agree with her, but another blogging mother who's become a pretty prolific commenter episode episode says that, not only does she want to reduce the amount of tablet time, she also wants to reduce the amount of mommy fuck it time, by which she means all the time she's just like given in because she was exhausted and exasperated or just right. given up, right? right? So like you walk in, you see your kids, they got the TV on, they're all using tablets and you're just like, fine. Like I need to go to the other room anyway. Like I need a break. I'm just giving them that. Yeah, yeah. Because we're so exhausted, we're all so spent and they're stressed out and there's not that much else to do just a lot more leeway has been given and going back to being like, you know, being the more like conscientious parent right, right. and not allowing yourself as much of like, you're not going to have the excuse of the pandemic pandemic anymore to be like, Oh, you know, I just need a break or whatever. You got to start parenting again, which I'm not going to do, but hopefully no. my wife will pick up. The yeah, exactly. Um, we talked about this earlier about when you were making fun of me for taking PJs on the, on the subway. It's New York city, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people express concerns about um, getting used to going back out in public, especially with their kids. Oh, so yeah. the questionable mom says she's terrified of how her kids are going to behave, or how her kid is going to behave in public, especially restaurants. Here's the good news for the questionable mom: there's no, there's, yeah. there's no ceiling, right? It's yeah, all yeah. trash when yeah, you bring yeah. your kids yeah, to restaurants. Don't, yeah, no. yeah. It, it was horrible before. Yeah. It's going to be awful after. Just don't go to restaurants. It's really yeah. simple. Just leave your kids at home. Oh, they're too young, you might say. You know what? The What the police don't no, know won't hurt anybody. <laughs> hey, okay? they're too young to be left home alone. They're too young to interrupt my dinner when I'm out at, okay, at a restaurant, so don't be bringing your kids around. Ah, okay. Way to flip it around. Good job, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Um, silked, silked, silked C? Silk EDC? What do you think? I don't know. Either way, this is one of the tightest handles on Instagram. <laughs> so they need no, no, no. Silk DC underscore. So Silk someone DC else yeah. had already taken yeah. Silk DC. Says her kids need to learn how to behave in public again. Aunt B705 says that she had a baby in 2020, and her adjustment is not going to be how the baby behaves in public, but how cautious she is. Like, is she going to let people near the baby again? You know how mm. people come up to babies in stores yeah. and try to steal their breath, like the older people who need the life force? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thing. Yeah. Or just wants to see how cute the baby is. Or like candy or something, if the baby yeah. has sort of or candy. Like a white van goes by and you're yeah. like, you know, throw yeah. your baby in here, baby. Exactly. Baby, come in my, my van. Um, whether you're going to let people near your baby again or like near your kids, right, who can't be vaccinated at this point, like that's going to take some getting used to. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, I mean, no empathy for people going out there with a with a, a vulnerable. My baby. my my sister had a baby during uh, COVID, oh, and awesome. um, yeah, I don't know. It's all right. She's re- <laughs> she's really over. I'm just she she went hardcore, just like on the family group text. Like, here's a picture of him sitting. Here's another picture of him oh also sitting. And we're like, oh, it's like, oh, 
it's so cute. And then at some point, it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, he's a very five. cute. He's a very cute baby. He's a very cute baby. But there's a, yeah, we're we're uh, she's new to the, the posting about my kid. All babies are cute unless they're not, and if they're not, you just don't say anything. You cool. don't say it. Luckily, this baby is uh, is very cute. But yeah, I mean, look, getting out there. I think also just in general, like meeting up, meeting up. Hey, do you want to meet up? Yeah. Uh, do can we? No, I don't want. Yeah. Yeah, you vaccinated? Yeah, show me. Yeah, where's your vax card? Yeah. Do you have? By the way, do you have that thing? Um, you know that you you have the app. Do you have the app where you no. put on? No. Uh, uh, maybe. Um. I don't know. I lost. I think I lost the card, but I think I lost it somewhere in my place. You don't need the card. Um, if you just uh, there's like a New York State uh app that you can download and you just put in your information and uh, it'll pull it up for you. I try to stay away from social media. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think really just the the concept of meeting up and like having beers and like doing ran just yeah. random it's things. It's weird. But you have to. I have to get over that. I'm not you gotta dive down. In, right? Yeah. You gotta dive in. You gotta get back yeah. on that horse. You, nice. you know what it is, guys? Because I somehow, I have no idea how this happened, but successfully managed to not bring COVID into my house, despite all Efforts. of all, despite all like signs pointing that that was going to happen mm-hmm. from all the just various things that I, the various dangerous things that I was doing at at any given point. When I was that was being pointed out uh, to me, um, like a wife, I assume, yeah. Yeah, well, just like we, and then and using the phrase um, in a pandemic after any sort of sentence, yeah, like oh, go to you, the farmers market, yeah, in a pandemic, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you mentioned meeting up. How about traveling? So, um, uh, Lonnie Dehart says that they had a newborn when COVID started, and now she has to figure out how to travel with a toddler. First of all, you had to figure that out anyway. And again, like going to a restaurant, yeah. still figuring it out. You just bring the kid and hope for the best. Yeah. Hope you get lucky. Um, but traveling um, is going to be tricky to get used to. Although they say they do say like planes are like one of the safest places you can be because of the way that totally. the ventilation works. Um, but just like going to an airport and like being in line and being in multiple lines in that in- big enclosed space with all those people that you hate. And that you, if you don't hate when you get there, you will hate by the time you get out of the security line. Um, it's just, it's just a lot of people just haven't done any traveling. Yeah. In not, a year plus. So I know flying, you, flying like, was not bad. I mean, yeah, it was, was, we flew in April and uh, it was actually, I mean, our experience was uh, pretty, pretty good. I mean, the, we flew uh, Delta and they did the, the set, the middle seat empty and everything. Oh, was, the whole thing was pretty easy. Uh, and there's going to be such an explosion. There's not going to be too many middle seat empty situations. Yeah. Okay. But then again, that's the whole point. Why? Because everyone's vaccinated. So just you know, yeah, what I, I'm saying is, even if you if you like if you weren't scared to travel, like you got lucky because there were fewer people. Now, whether you're concerned about getting sick or not, getting on a crowded airplane it sucks. Just the whole. I, okay. I, I yeah. Okay. Fine. The the general travel experience will suck. Okay. Yes. Once I will. Again. I will say that. Yeah. I, but this is this is part of the hangover. Part of the hangover is now being hyper aware yes. of your relationship to other people. Yes. Now, just taking a plane was a shitty experience to begin with, but now you're like, is it safe? Should Am we do it? Like all this other stuff. And um, I think that's part of the hangover that need, we need to kind of reconcile. Um, 
and you know get back to just normal like this person is really disgusting that i'm sitting next to and i could get any sort of disease from them why are they clipping their toenails on a flight i don't i had i had that happened to me one time i flew uh from new york to to london and uh i had some woman uh who was sleeping and she put her feet on the armrest yeah and her toenails were i just like they will forever be burned into my brain. They were the most gnarly things I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever. Uh, to date. Yeah. I just wanted to share that. That what woman. What did they taste like, though? Uh, actually, surprisingly disgusting. <laughs> I was not. I Yeah. I Look, I mean, you know, the sight was strange. The smell was horrific. But the taste was what really threw me because I just, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that bad. But it, it was. So speaking of people who behave inappropriately in public places, Jesse Lee underscore Mick underscore D um, says that her her kid now thinks pajamas are daytime wear and that is going to take tackling him and forcibly grooming him to kind of get him ready to go back out in public. So yeah. my kid, even though he's been back at school hybrid um, for a few months, he'll come home and immediately just get on PJs because he knows he's still like he's still in the mode that like once he's in the home he's not leaving school is the one exception now and just my my top Wait, he'll change he'll change right into pjs immediately uh, yeah probably because he gets home it's like four o'clock and i'm in PJs. <laughs> yeah, yeah so you know like father like son yeah exactly. i'm a good role model you are my point. absolutely um, but again like a lot of people make jokes about like now that they have to take the masks off they have to like shave or like <laughs> or brush yeah. the teeth or whatever start taking care of themselves again because we are going to be out in the world amongst our fellow I know. humans well the one thing i realized is i loved wearing a mask because um i uh i'm a huge mouth breather and it was oh, just yeah. nice to just kind of breathe walk in walk around just having kind of have my tongue out a little bit and like yeah that was cool so when you when we talked about this topic and i mentioned this earlier like well the big thing that keyed on me was just like my demeanor and my mood and like my stress level after a year of this and all the things that have come along with it and just finally like it adding up and a handful of parents seemingly sort of agreed with that kind of thing where um um sorry katie logan 2015 says that like she's gonna have to rein in her yelling like mm -hmm. just being at home all the time stuck inside yeah, as we well, get back to the real world when you're in public um and also then once your kids are home like you don't have the excuse anymore of like i'm stressed by the pandemic or I'm with you people too much. Like we have to rein all that stuff in and get back to a more reasonable style of communication with our kids and with our spouses. Um, she wants to start having family meals, well-balanced meals again. Because again, a lot of this became about like convenience or like I don't care or groceries were harder to get certainly at the beginning. Just eat, all you gotta do is survive. I'm not concerned about anything else. In a year and a half when the pandemic is over, we can get back to the good stuff. Well, guess what? Now you're back to that point. Yeah. <laughs> All the stuff you've been putting off and being like, we don't have to worry about that for a while. Your chickens are coming home to roost. Yeah, exactly. I um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think the fact that we were so contained, just everyone living together, it was just it. Um, it was it was like a it's a pressure cooker, right? And so I, but I, I think that there is some. It, I think that there was some pot. There are definitely positives, and I, I have a. I, my hunch is is that 
most you know will probably remember the good stuff more than the bad stuff Hopefully. um I would. yeah I, I hope so i mean but certainly the just like the family movie like we we rarely did fam movie nights like as a family yeah yeah because just again um just not into it right like the family scene basically and you hate movies yeah yeah <laughs> and, I, and i hate movies however <laughs> there were a couple classic like what of the what about bob night where we watched oh, what I about bob it was, I mean, my middle kid just could constantly tell me baby steps. So when you said baby steps, really, <laughs> yeah. like it was just, it's so great to have your 10 year old going baby steps to the door, baby steps. She crushes you, man. She's a, take it easy, big fella. Right? Yeah. She's like, okay, big fella, baby steps to the door, baby. I'm like, get your mask. Let's go. Baby steps to the door, baby steps to brushing your teeth. Yeah, so he uh, – oh, and then not only that, but then starting to connect the dots. What was it? Bill Murray was in another random movie, The Giver or something like that. Oh, uh, was he that. The Giver? Um, and they – wait, that's Bob. And it was just – anyway, it was funny. So um, uh, They haven't seen Ghostbusters? No, we haven't seen Ghostbusters, mainly because we – my six-year-old is – like scared. just doesn't no that's not even scared just his attention span for me yeah. is just isn't really there to my be honest with you and he just you know it's just it's such a bummer because like literally like three quarters of the way in he'll start you can just start to yeah, see yeah. he's like okay we have that problem too because like our 10 year old is getting to the level where like we're watching stuff that like we actually like with him and showing him that stuff exactly and we'll want the five-year-old in the room for family movie night and he'll just unless it's a cartoon and unless right. it's them really early He's not into movies yet. Like, yeah, exactly. Deal with it. Yeah. So yeah. So but but what about Bob was one of them that was uh, that was funny. That's funny. We should put that on the list. I hadn't uh, I hadn't considered what about Bob. We've seen they've seen uh, Ghostbusters and a handful of other filmery movies. Stripes. It's, it's it's really it's it's so good. It's such a good uh, story. The the end is really strange, but the it's really uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil yeah. it. I don't remember the end. It's been a yeah, while. it's weird. I I didn't remember the end either, and it it was weird uh, in a good way though. But so. Um, so do yeah. you think so? Like um, Mariana Fassati says that she became lazy as hell during the pandemic, and she's not totally ready to emerge yet. How do you feel about that? Are you re regardless of the laziness thing? Um, and I certainly, you know, I don't. No, back in the day, before this thing, I would get up at like 6.30 and bring my kid to the bus stop at like 7 mm. and then get on the subway and I would go to the gym mm -hmm. and then I'd go to my office, come home and do that stuff. Now, I wake up in my PJs. I take meetings doing that. I, you know, I don't shower until 3. <laughs> like there's, The structure we were talking about earlier is yeah. there, but it's much looser. You can get away with a lot more. I have certainly, I think, become lazier. The concern isn't so much about that. It's about the readjustment in terms of having to start do that 630 thing again, going to work, interacting with people, having to look good. I've got to lose weight. I don't even fit any of my clothes anymore because I don't have my gym is in my office building. I haven't been there in a year and a half. So I'm not totally ready to emerge either. There's a, some things like I like sitting around watching movies. I like doing nothing sometimes. It's been an awful lot of it. Right. Um, but like my wife is like chomping at the bit to get out there and start doing stuff again. Yeah. I'm kind of like, oh shit, our weekends are going to be super booked again, even more so than before since it's time to catch up for, on lost time. And right. that kind of stuff to me is like, oh, that's like one of the little bit of the cons for me, even though I right. know we need it. 
Um, but just adjusting back to pre-pandemic reality is not going to be easy. I just love your style. You're just you, you and a mollusk would just like really get along. <laughs> just like, no, I'm just, I'm cool here. Really, just gonna filter. Is, I'm good filter when I the get air. There. I'm good when I get there. But like, yeah, I don't the, like it's the thought. It's the thought of going there. Yeah, it's exactly. overcoming that inertia. Yeah, getting yeah. out of PJs. Yeah, I'm um, I'm okay. Like I, I like uh, getting up and going. And and I'm glad that, that we had things like soccer uh, to to just get the kids out. Honestly, it was kind of a, the whole. See, I mean, it was mu- not much of a season. It was just to get the kids out and like yeah. running around and in some sort of organized fashion. But um, uh, yeah, I like I I wasn't doing the pajama thing i just that that stuff was never um uh wasn't bad we used to do perm just crushing it yeah yeah yeah, i like i just i like i just like that like stance that as you say the flex of just like yep no we actually did a great job during the pandemic and we're better for it and we're looking forward to the challenges ahead you know you guys are fucking jokers no we um we used to go as a family we got I don't, um, you know, my daughter was diagnosed with the epilepsy prior to just before lockdown. Mm -hmm. And so we just had part of it was just adjusting to that and like figuring that out and like kind of working through it. And, and, and exercise was a big part of it. We found very quickly early on that staying home all day and not doing anything was a very, very bad idea for everybody. So we had to kind of get out. Screens on top of that too, right? They're just inside on screens and not bringing any energy. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. There was was a lot of, also just like the not, you know, the friends, you know, they're not, the the social dynamic was just totally gone as well. I mean, that was pretty, that was more so for for, uh, my, uh, my oldest kid versus the others. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, your oldest kid who's entering into high school, like, yeah. is really full on into, like, the social thing where yeah. I was going to say it was hardest for my five-year-old in a way because he hasn't been in real school yet. Like, this would have been his pre-K year. He had done some daycare. This would have been his pre-K year where, like, he's making friends and all this stuff. And instead, he's at home. Yeah. doesn't have any real friends because he hasn't been in school and – when we do take him to the playground, when we started to do that again, I know on Little League, like he's just so desperate for like social interaction with other kids. He's going, yeah. he's like, do you like dinosaurs and snakes? He's got to know. Cause he's not yeah. desperate enough to hang out with somebody that doesn't like dinosaurs <laughs> yeah, or yeah. snakes. Yeah, he's like, yeah, okay, I'm cool guy. Yeah. Cool. Enjoy your non-snake left. dinosaur life. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like that's funny. So like my 10-year-old obviously, you know, misses his friends and misses that interaction, but He's also cool with doing a lot of that, like online via games. Well, yeah, there we go. I mean, that's the thing. Um, yeah, we had our kids in the the young. I mean, this was the other thing. Was like it, we had the younger kids in uh, a pod or a couple different pods, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. So we had them. So they were seeing people, and everyone's like all tightly kind of managed and controlled. I mean, it was the same people every day, but that's fine. That's basically what school is anyway. But my oldest kid was really like at home by herself on the screens doing the thing. And in the beginning, we we went we would all like at a certain point, like go and go for a bike ride, like all yeah. of us, like just we bike talked ride about, like, down. Family bonding stuff early on. Yeah. And it was like, like it was pretty stuff. cool. I mean, it was I got to say it was like it was both surreal. You know, it's weird being the only people out yeah. in 
in the city, like when you're just literally there's like blocks and you're the only people out. Um, that was like weird. I am and that Legend, was your favorite movie, yeah. It's just like I Am Legend, and that's what I would say to my kids, and they would say, Dad, literally, stop mentioning that movie. Just shut up, okay? <laughs> no one wants to see that movie. They want to. They want to talk about Enemy Mind. Be yeah, exactly. But anyway, I, there was things like that that were that actually started off as being like you know little crazy kind of nervous like okay we got to get out of the house we got to do something and then it became kind of interesting and fun and I look back on that fondly. Um, but now, as you say, like now everything started up again. It's like oh okay we're we gonna go meet up. All right, where should we meet? Let's go here. Oh that's closed. Let's go there. That's closed yeah, too. That's you know what yeah, I mean? there's still a lot of roadblocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. I think the city's going to come back in a major way, in, in an absolutely bonkers way. It's going to come back. So, I, like, if I were like 25, I would be like psyched out of my mind about uh, about this, the hot girl summer that's coming up. But instead, I'm um, 45, or I will be in September, and not all that much is going to change for me socially. I'll just be able to go to a restaurant once in a while and and pay a shitload for a babysitter. Yeah, but I can't wait. Pajamas. Yeah, I can't wait for babysitters to come back. What a great, what a great thing. I'm, so we've 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 gone on like two dates, like our anniversary, and then like this past weekend. This past weekend was fine; it was local. But we went into Manhattan one time, and like we're not taking the subway. What'd you so do with your kids? We got a babysitter. This was like three oh, weeks, wow. ago, right? Yeah. So um, we took Ubers both ways. So not on top. You're paying for dinner. You're paying for the babysitter, and now instead of like taking the subway, which is one of the joys of like living in New York, you're paying like forty bucks <laughs> away. To go so from Brooklyn trip. to Manhattan, so yeah. it's like it's like spending a weekend in like Rome, except it was just a restaurant uh, a, a mile away. But why did you go? Why did you go to the city to to go eat? You couldn't go to somewhere around where you are. Whatever baby wants, okay. Oh, okay. What baby wants, oh, my baby God. gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess she got on the other end when she her two choices were Top Gun, and <laughs> Made she in Manhattan. Says- she chose Top Gun. Okay. Right now she's in the other room watching uh, How to Lose a Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I dodged that bullet. That's good. That's good. Um. um yeah. All right, man. Well, what, what, I, did we get it all? Or what do you think? Look, Pete, has there ever been a time we didn't get it all? No, we have. We really okay. covered it all. I mean, our research is is deep. <laughs> it is. It is. It's best in the game. It the is the best, in the, game. the best in the game. So what we got? We, this weekend we got Memorial Day coming up. Probably yeah. some barbecues. I don't know yep. if people will be masking up or not. Are you um, going away? I might visit my family yep. um, in Connecticut. Yep. Um, and then after that, I think uh, it's, it's all bets are off for the summer, baby. It's, it's time. time. It's it go up. time. It's go time. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Everybody, yep. stay safe out there. If you're eligible to get vaccinated, I would I would suggest that you do so. Um, you know, trying to have hot girl summer here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my, don't whatever you do, don't take Hot Girl Summer away from Mike. Honestly, it's what I'm just waiting for it. You know how he gets. You know Lit how he my gets. Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, I'm yeah. grumpy. Read my Instagram post. I'm a pretty grumpy guy. You are indeed, my man. All right. Well, listen. Thank you so much, as always. And yeah, listen we'll, and subscribe. iTunes, or it's not iTunes it's, anymore. Apple, Spotify, and we podcast. Give us a five star rating. We could use a couple more. Take two seconds. There we go. All right, everyone. Talk to you later. See you next time.